Okay, today's daf is daf summer. So let's begin. He says, says, this is what Yadayim we're talking about. We're talking about Yadayim So after the meal, we've got to make sure you clean up the, like sweep up the ground. Um, this is from all the bread. She, uh, we'll see in a minute. Background noise somewhere. Okay. He says, no, you can wash your hands and then worry about the tidying up after. So the question is, my time on the Beit Shammah, the Gemara asks. Because if there's bread on the ground, then what? The issue is you might end up um, spoiling the bread and, you're, and you have to treat bread with respect. You can't destroy it. You can't ruin bread. So we're talking about the crumbs on the floor. So my time on the Beit Hillel says, well, you've got here, but the idea is, is that if you have a shamash, then you, um, then we'll, I'll explain how this works in a minute, but um, then you, he will have taken away the, the purim of the kazait. When you're doing the adayim and you wash your hands, we're not worried about the pieces of crumbs, the small pieces of bread that are less than a kazait. What it sounds like here, and this is the way the Reb Chaim explains it, what Yerushalmi reads is that, that if you have a, if you take away the Kirim according to Beit Hillel, the size of Kazai, we're not worried about the small little ones will be wasted. What's Shittat Beit Shammai? Shittat Beit Shammai is what? Shittat Beit Shammai is that, ah, no, we've, even for the Purim, we've got to be careful. However, the um, Babli understands it slightly differently. Um, which is as follows, that the Beit Shammah Beit Hillel whether one can use a Shamash that is an Amaretz. In Enkodah Beit Shammah, the reason why we're not concerned is because, because it says, You're not allowed to use a Shamash as an Amaretz. You have to use a Shamash. If you're going to use a Shamash, it has to be Tamachacham. Therefore, it sounds like Lekule Alma, according to the Bavli's reading, we're not scared about the small little crumbs, only think, concerned about the things that are the size of a Gazite. So according to Beit Hillel, your shamash is going to be a tamachacham, so he's going to be attuned to the fact we've got to remove the pure rim that are the size of the kazite, so it's nothing to worry about. Whereas Beit Shammai says, um, uh, no, Beit Shammai says, no, you could use a, a shamash as amaretz, therefore we've got to make sure the area is clean because you don't want to waste the pure rim, the, the, the piece of bread that are the size of a kazite. Okay? Which is interesting because this is, this is a theme sometimes you see along um, in Mephoshim and Yerushalmi. Some Parashim are very comfortable by saying it's a Makhoki Yerushalmi and Bavli, where others seem to try and um, align the two. So this is another incident we seem to see that, that the Haredim seems to want to align it, whereas Rebchaim is quite comfortable by saying that actually seems that this is a Yerushalmi has a different shot in the Mishnah, which is like we saw yesterday as well, the same two different directions. Okay, let's learn Halacha He. Bechamarim Ner Mazon. So I'm just going to share one diagram today. Just I mean, we saw this a few days ago. But this is just a chart. This is for your own benefit. Um, today, it's not that it's complicated. It's just to see the machloket here. So this is a mach, mach, the machloket, which is between regarding if someone eats on on uh, Shabbos itself and it goes into Motzei Shabbos and then you've got one cup of wine. What's the order? Is it ner? Is, if you've got you've got havdala, you have to have dala. So you've got ner, besamim, and and hamavdim and koshachol. You also got benching to do. What's the order? So the order we have on our mission is we've already learned previously. This is shita for the so Beishamah says, Omrim Ner, Mazon, Basamim, and Havdalah. Why is that the order? I'm going to show you the Rosh Cerulio today. He, he explains every single one of them. Why? The first thing you're attuned to the fact is you see light. 
Therefore, may I mevarech alav? You have to make a bracha on it first. Mevarech alav mazon shachal, and then you've got you've just eaten, you've eaten, so you have to make benchim. Demai shaya ochel b'shabbos b'chashal alav motzei shabbos. Again, we're talking about someone who had surah shishit and ran in to motzei shabbos, and it's only one cost. Or minicho, and you're going to leave the cup till after the mazon. Okay, so in other words, why do you, according to Beit Shammah, why is it Nair first? Nair is first because, well, that's the first thing you're getting Hana from. It sounds like, according to Ramirez, understanding even Behil agrees that Nair comes first because that's the first thing you're getting Hana from. And you end with Havdalah, but the Machaloka here is between, and by the way, Havdalah goes at the very end because we want to push off, um, we want to push off the, the taking out of Shabbos. Now, according to all the ways we'll see, you see the green, Abdullah is always a deal. Okay? But he says, Mazon comes next because you've just aimed Mavrin ala mitzvah, if you like, you've just benched so if you do Mazon first. However, Beit Hillel, according to Rimeir's understanding, is as follows. So the Beit Hillel, he says, he switches the two. Basamim has to come before Mazon. Um, uh, why is that? Uh, I'll show you here. Again, the Rosh Hashanah says, under Ner Basamin, says, the Kivan Shindiko Ner, Miyad Tzarech Labarech Al Ha. Yes, you have to make Al Ha Ner, Al Ha Denemia Miyad, but Ha Kafi Basamin. The next immediate thing, if you do Basamin, why the Kivan Teka Adi Malacha Margish Pietzata Shabbos? See how beautiful this is? Since you've just done a Malacha, suddenly you're feeling, wow, Shabbos is over. Because again, why do we make a brach on Basamin? Because it's meant to give us that little boost because of the pain of Shabbos has gone away. That's why he says, the very mayor says, but he also says it's near, then immediately Basamin, and then only after that muzzle. Okay, as we see, it goes, yes, it's orangey color, purple, blue, and green. Okay? Let's, leave the, and let's just finish the Mishnah first, we'll look at the Gemara. Bechamai says, Shabarama or Ha'esh, which we'll discuss later. Or Behil says, no, the brach on the near is Borei Me'orei Ha'esh. We've seen if you learn the bubbly different explanations there in terms of why that is. But we'll see, we'll see in the Gemara. Let's now learn the Gemara. Tana Amr Yehuda review says, no, no, nothing will be Shamaubet Hillel. You've got it wrong. In other words, this is we saw this previously, and this is in the second square. But Yehuda says there's a different math worker. Allah Mazon, Mazon goes absolutely first. Shubatrila, the Allah Habdalah, Shibasov. Now, why does Mazon go first? Why the Kiban Rush Sula again says the Kiban the Gemara Sula to Bahim the Nuchuyav Mechay Barasha. You've just finished eating meal. That one is what comes first. And we also know Havdala comes at the end because we want to Achir we want to delay the coming out of Shabbos. Vama Nechluku what's Machlokat Allah Maor Vala Besamim. Shebeit Shami Omer Besamim VeUmaor or Beit Hillel Omer Maor Besamim. Now on my chart on my diagram I've got it the opposite way around. Meaning, I've got it that Beit Shammai says Ner becomes before the Samim, and not the and Beit Hillel says the Samim, but and then Ner, and that is because um, because that's the way I remembered it, and I put on the chart wrong. But to defend me, um, that, that's that's because the bubbly switches it around the other way around. Okay, the bubbly has has the gears the other way around. Okay, and um, so and the halacha is the halacha is you give the Samim and then you do Or. Um, so why does he besamim before or? And if you look at Rosh Hashanah again, he says besamim miikar liyashem nashos to settle you kodim shivrech alama or, and then you can make a bracha on the or laharot shekasher enav to Shabbos because it's important to show how difficult it is you're leaving Shabbos. So we demonstrate that first by doing the besamim first. Okay, let's continue. I can get rid of the chart now. That was just no more chart today. Let's stop the show. Okay.
which is as follows. Now, once again, we'll see an interesting thing that there are claims that can be have here, whereas Zacharyan tries to switch around to make it like a bubbly. Consistent with what we've been seeing so far. But let's just not complicate matters and stay with Reb Chaim. So Beit Shammai says, Kos, by the way, if you look at the introduction of Reb Chaim, um, uh, he, he, in the parish, he, he didn't, he, it was written from Shurim and Piers. He says that his method was trying to keep the clearest shot with, with doing the minimal Shino Girsel. I mean, you see does Shino Girsel. Um, but that's why sometimes you'll see on, when I'm learning with Mendy, we're doing Shvirs together. If you look at what he says, his parish on Yerushalmi, and sometimes what he brings in Derech Emunah and Halacha is sometimes different. Again, it seems to be the parish here in Yerushalmi is trying to understand Yerushalmi in the simplest way. I may have mentioned this before, but anyway, it doesn't matter. But Shammar says, Kos bimino bismolo. What are we talking about? We're saying here that this is talking about wine. This is not talking about benching. This is talking about after the meal, they drink, they have a cup of wine and they also have shemen arad. Shemen arad is like the sweet smelling oils, oil that had all this sun in place into it. Okay. It says that Rebbechaim says, Shemen Right, that seem to enjoy this after their meal. And you also have a, so he has left enough kosher yain, the shemen arad. So what he says, he says, the bismolo. Why? Because he's going to make a bracha on um, the Breprek Alphen first. Okay, so, and, and fine. However, um, what does Beit Hillel says? Behemel says, Behemel says, Shemen Arad Bimino Vakos Bismolo. And he makes a bracha of Omer al Shemen Arad. Why do you say al Shemen Arad? Because um, he says, Mibarech Tchila al Shemen Arad. That, that bracha should have precedence. So that sounds like from the parish of Reb Chaim. I don't have any more depth than that. Shemen Arif, that's like a psamim bracha? Yeah, it's it's a, it's a oil that is, um, it, it's full of all these spices in it, like a sweet smelling, nice. Yeah, yeah but, 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 but what is the hana? It's about the kotanening. We're not talking about Havdola here, the, he stressed. We're talking about after the meal. Sure, but it's, it's, the question is what type of bracha it is. Again, it's a nice bracha like Midei Samim type of thing you make on a sweet smelling smell of some sort. Okay. Then what does it say? V'tachu barosh hashamash. What he would do is if his hand some of that had, has, had some of that perfuming on it, he would wipe it on the head of the shamash. Interesting. However, shamash. now why is that? Because you don't want to come out with smelling perfumed. If you look at um, the, it's actually really interesting. Yeah, I look at the Chazan Yecheskel on the Tosefta, and he says, you shouldn't go to the shuk with your hands all perfumed. The Gemara says the Brochus, no? Wait, just listen. Wait, let me finish it. It is in Brochus, correct? Where there's, there's concerns on Mishkav Zachur. Why? In other words, that some men would have gone out perfumed in order to attract the attention of other men. So that's why it was critical that people wouldn't go out perfumed, so it wouldn't be chashud on those, those type of activities. Okay? However, if the shamash was a tamachacham, then you say, don't even wipe it on his head, you wipe it on the kotel instead. Why Which is interesting because you look in the Rambam and he says that a tamechacham, if it's not lahavir zuhama, you know, like a deodorant or something, he shouldn't go out with, you know, like all perfumed up and the like. Okay? So therefore you avoid doing the shamash. Okay. Abba Barachana says, 
And what happened to Zibra was coming and attending to them. He was a shamash. Alu v'tayin tarveihun b'chadiyad. Reb Chaim, what that means, he, according to Reb Chaim, what that means is he went up to them and carried two kosot in one hand. That's the way he understands it. But Moshe actually says, no, it was the, and Marafuld as well, he was holding the, 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 sum, the was Shemen Arev and the kos in one hand. He didn't do it in two hands. A really interesting shot here is in the, uh, the Haredi. It says, Ratzula lot the makom ha'aseba. They wanted to go to the place we're going to be sitting. They couldn't do it. Because it's too high up for them. He was a strong individual. He was able to lift them both up with one hand. Assist them both. And then the question was, What's your second hand doing? Okay. Now, according to one understanding, the first understanding is what that means is, why did you do two in one hand when you just do one in each hand? Which is very interesting because you wouldn't say it to a waiter who's carrying three plates in one hand. You don't know what's wrong with the other hand. Right? But, but anyway, so... And what's interesting, according to the Haredim, he says, Meaning, remember, the Haredim says he wasn't carrying two things in one hand. He was helping the, the Rabbanim to get up to the place where they're going to be eating. And the question was, while you're at it, why don't you bring the food as well? Right? <laughs> Complaining about the service, I don't know. But, but in any event, he was very upset. It's not enough that you're seeing the end of a hukayim and a shamash, and he's attending to it. Vodu kohen, he's a kohen. If you use a kohen to serve you, you're over an ism ila. Also, vat melkile, you're degrading him. Gezeira dahabu rava vat kaim. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to switch positions. I'm going to say now that he's going to be sitting down, you're going to be attending to us. Umeshamach tachu, and you're going to be the attendant instead of. He was pretty upset. Okay. Uh, now the question is, how do we know that someone who's mishdamish kohuna, someone who uses a kohen to serve him, he over this in the ilasa? Rabbi Acha b'shem Shmuel says, Amar v'omra alehem. He said to them, this is uh, from Sefer Ezra. Said to them the kohenim, atam atem kodesh l'ashem yo kodesh, and also the kelim kodesh. So since the, he, he associated the kohenim with the kelim, ma kelim mishdamish nemal. Anyone who uses kelim for their own purposes. He's over in Islam Ila, which is misprobably the same as Kodesh, after Mishtamesh Bakuna, also Samal. Okay, let's continue. The Chamarim Shabaram Ma'or. So I'll doubt to debate Shame Asher Bara Asher Bara Priya Gefen. If the Mahloki by, by the candle is whether it's Bore Moraesh or Bara Moraesh, so to Bore Pregafen, you should do the same thing. Shouldn't be Bara Pregafen, and I'll talk to a debate, he'll be right Pregafen. Shouldn't be the same Mahloki. So Ayn, so Yain Mitra, so he said no. Beit Shammai would agree with Geffen, it's Borei Priya Geffen. Why? Because the, what, the, 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 the vines give grapes anew every year, and it's something that's consistently being created. So therefore, Yain Mitchadesh B'chol Shana V'Shana, Hawa'a Esh, that original fire, Enu Mitchadesh B'chol Shana V'Shana V'Shana. Okay. Ha'esh V'Hakilayim, Afal Pi Sholiv R'u M'Sheshit Yimei Bereshit, Aval Alu B'Machshava M'Sheshit Yimei Bereshit. When it came to fire and it came to uh, Kilayim, you'll see in a minute, that wasn't created mass liberation. However, it was a little machshava. So where do we say kilayim? It says, B'nei tzivon, ayav ana. This is in Sukkim, uh, in, in Bereshit. It's in the, well, much later in Bereshit, Lamed Val. It says, Hu ana asher matzahat ha-yeimim b'amidah. Who is ana? He found the yeimim in the midbar. What are the yeimim? Mahu yeimim? So uh, we say, the Rashi says it's a min. Chaya, we'll see in a minute. So uh, Rabbi Yossi, ben the Simon, so it's a, Bomer, it says, so um, as I said, the Marfuldus is Munas, he says is a Minchaya. 
um, uh, which is interesting because the uh, the the Chaim says Adam So a type of human-like creature. If you look, really interesting. The Rebbe Moshe also said that. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you have a look at the Gra, the Gra says, the Gra says, Pirush Bria Shechetzia Adam Lechetzia Sus. Now, I'm not sure if it means a half half centaur like, or if it's a mixed breed of a, of a man and a Sus. Don't know what that is. However, Rabbanan Amri no Hayemi is Chetzia Sus Vechetzia Chamor. The reason I said I'm not sure it's mixed breed, because here it's half Sus and half Chamor means it's a mule. Sorry, you're going to say? You have it in Greek. How do you call that? Uh, centaur. Not centaur. Centaur is it's got body. It's like, it's like the bottom half is the horse and a and thing. But the reason why I'm not sure if it's a half half like a centaur or if it's chetzi chetzi, meaning a mixed breed, of, if you could create one, not sure you, I don't think you can have a horse and a human, is because here it says chetzi of sus and chetzi of chamor. We're not talking about half a body of a horse and half a body of a, don of a donkey. We're talking about mixed breed here, which is a mule. Okay. The elen simanin. This is simanin if you want to know if the mother of a mule is a horse or a donkey. Uh, how do we know? So Rabbi Yehuda says, "Kol shosnap tanot." If the R, if the E is small of a mule, imosus. We know the mother is a horse, the Aviv chamor. However, if the gdolos the E is a big, we know the mother is a chamora, and the father of this mule is a sus, the Aviv sus. Okay. So Rabbi uh, Rav Mana mafkid So he was mafkid. He constructed the people of the of the, the, of the Beit Nasi. Um, he said to them. In Ba'itu Mizban, if you want to buy Mulvan, Mulvan is uh, Predot mules, Tiovan Zavin in, buy those to Odnehun de Kikin, find the ones whose ears are small, why Sava Aviv Chamor, because those ones, the mother is a horse and the father is a Chamor. Now, this was, according to the Reb Chaim, this is not just uh, good uh, marketing advice, but rather he's telling him because it says, because already in the Beit Nasi, they had. Um, they had already mules of this type. And he says, you've got to make sure you get the same type of mule, that the mother is a, as we said, as a horse and the father is a donkey, because otherwise you might run into the issue of kilayim, right? Because they considered that like these two different mules are different minute. So it was, it was halachic advice. Let's give me ma'asa, tzivon, ba'ana. What they do? Zimen chamura, they got a chamura, ve'ela alei asus, and they took a horse and, and um, mated it with it. And Susachar, the Yatsamim prayed on that, produced a mule. Amra Kodosh Baruchu Lahem. He said to them, Atam Avetin Lo Lam Davar Shul Mizikan. You're brought to the world something that causes damage. You'll see later that the, the kick of a mule is considered uh, quite uh, dangerous, fatal. Afani, I'm also going to move to the world. Afani, Mavi Alatoa Ish, Davar Shul Miziko. I'm going to bring on to you this. Uh, or to man, this, uh, this uh, something is going to damage him. What did he produce? Zimen um, which is a female snake. It seems to be a sheret of a type of tzav, of like a turtle. Now that we've seen bread, interbred, those two things. If you remember, we saw this chavavar before, which was this, this, this mixed breed, very fatal snake. And if you remember before, no one would survive that except we, we mentioned Rav Chanina ben Dusa. Who had no problem of, um, you know, was bitten by it and dropped it. Okay, so it says, we, we never heard of a person got bitten by this tavavar um, that uh, and survived, except for again, under miraculous circumstances. That was bitten by a wild, like a crazy dog. Ramar Fulda says is referring to a dog that was 
um, had the, the Shafin has, it's been influenced by Shafin, not just a rabid dog. We're talking about like it went really nuts and it survived. But also, and also we never heard of Saman Shabbatul Preda, the Chaya, that, um, that it was, was, uh, that was kicked by a, this Preda, by this mule, the Chaya and survived. And specifically, which Preda are we talking about? Preda Levana. Sounds like a white Preda, but I think, I've, I think it's in the Haredim. It was that it was um, mentioned that it, that specifically that is let me find it the Hebron Reish Kara that the top the, the top the, by its feet seemed to be white down the bottom there. Okay, fatal mules. Next Haesh. We also talked what else wasn't created mass abrasion but was intended to be so not just the not just the Prada but also we also learned about the Esh fire. What does that mean? Rav Levi b'shem Rav Bezira shloshim b'shesha od shimsha oto haor shni Rav beDiomarishon. For 36 hours, we had uh, the ore that was created on Yom Rishon was served, if you like, Adam Rishon. Shemasar Erev Shabbos, 12 hours Erev Shabbos, even before it was created. Shemasar Belel Shabbat, the 12 hours on night of Shabbos and 12 hours of the day of Shabbos as well. So there was no lighting issues. He could see from one end of the world to the other. So not this is this is not just uh, special floodlights. We're talking about an incredible vision that was granted, if you like. You could see from one end to the other. Because since because the light didn't cease, the entire world started to sing. Um, and it says, and the light goes extends to the kanfota arets to the ends of the world. Okay. So sorry, sorry, who could who could sing in the whole world? There was nobody in the whole world. Adam Arishon and Arab Shabbos was created. He could see from one end of the world to the other. No, he could see, but who could sing? Mishorer, the rest of the world. Meaning a mass abracious, I think. But what does Mishorea mean? Singing. I think so. I think it's what it means. Meaning Mishorea. So who was singing? The animals were created in I the Shishimit? I think it was like a like a Perikshira type of idea that Kol all the all the mass of Bereshit was singing. I think. Okay. That's how I understood. Okay. Yeah. Okay. However, what happens? Then it started getting dark. Then darkness started coming. We need to read and Adam got scared. Ba'amar, who take out the word Ilu? Who shekatuv? It says who you shufcha rosh v'atash sheshufenu ake. When the snake was cursed, that Adam and Ram would strike him on the head, but you would you would strike at his heels. Shema bala nashcheni. Then maybe he'll come. He might bite me. Voima ach hoshech yushufeni. And it says by the pasuk, by the other pasuk that this pasuk from sorry um, Tehillim that um, that the hoshech it's a hoshech yushufeni mitzvah David means he conceals me. So Amar Rabbi Levi, Botosha, what happens? Zimelo Kadosh Baruch Hu, Kadosh Baruch Hu made available to him shnei re'afim, which is like stones, like flint stones. Ve'kishan zebaze, and he struck them together, one one thing against another. The Atzamehem are or and suddenly um, fire came out. Hadu dichtiv va'leila or badeni and the light and the night was light for me. Ubirech aleini made the bracha borei moraish. Now I think what's beautiful is this: if you if you marry this Rishon with the Bavli, because the Bavli has a slightly different version of what went on. It says Natana Kadosh Baruch Hu deyad ba'adam Rishon me'in dugma shomala that Hakadosh Baruch Hu granted Adam Rishon at that time wisdom ke'in shomala. This uh, that suddenly he came up with this idea. And Hevi, he took Shnei Avanim, not a Kodesh Baruch made it available to him. Uh, and the or. But I think you have, if you look at the, the, the Bible, you have to see the beautiful conclusion of the Rishon. 
The Rishami says after he realized that Rech Aleha, he made a bracha of Borei Moriah Esh. Isn't that beautiful? The reaction to the first scientific discovery in the, of mankind was blessing of Kaddish Baruch Hu, Borei Moriah Esh. I think it's wonderful, right? Not a recognition of, you know, Kochi but immediately the reaction was, you know, Borei Moriah Esh, if you can marry the two together, okay? So there's not, because in Babylon, I wasn't sure, according to Sham, I'm not sure who actually struck it together. Uh, but Kohen Bavi is clear that I'm Okay. Uh, let's continue. Shmuel Amar Lefichach Mevarchin Al Eshbu Motzei Shabbat Shotchila Briato. Do we know? Um, therefore, on um, that's why Motzei Shabbat is Nabdala. We make a Borei Mora Esh because that's when, if you like, that's the first time that Esh was created. If you like. So Rav Huna B'Shem Rav Avahu says B'Shem Rav Yochanan Af Bumotzei Yom Kippurim Mevarech Aleah Shekfar Shabbat Ha'Or Kol Atayom. Even on Motzei Yom Kippur. That's not doesn't coincide with Motzei Shabbos. You still make a Borei Mora Esh. Now, why is that? If you look at Rutchain, it spells it out a little bit more. But Motzei Yom Kippur, Mevarech Mizehatam for this this reason, Mishum Shaha Or Shovet, because you weren't allowed to do any Malacha. Adi Yom Tovim, you can use fire for cooking. It was Shovet, so, so and therefore the Esh was rested, if you like. She asked the Malacha B'Shab. Sorry, the Super Malacha. V'Achshab Utar Nat Muta. Therefore, you can only you, you only make havdalah on a candle that has Shabbat that rested throughout the whole Yom Kippur because that's a siman. The siman is till now we were we were asked to use esh and now it's mutar. Abal al nolad If you light a new fire on motzei Yom Kippur, you wouldn't make a moira esh. Okay, fine. Next halacha. In bevachin al aner v'la besamim besamim shel goyim. You can't use a um, you can't make a Bremer Esh of a fire that was from Goyim or Besamim of Goyim. Now, why not? Reb Chaim says here is because it's a Ner She'en Shabbat. Okay. Bener in Mabrachim Shulah Shabbat. Shagoya Sabo Malacha B'Shabbat Oro. So therefore you're not making a Bremer Esh. But in Mabrachim Al Ner She'nev Dabo Aveira as well. Concerned, maybe the Besamim was used for Vodazar. Okay, next. What about a candle or Besamim Amatim? You also don't do it. Why? Because the Ner is not there for lighting purposes. The Ner of Matim is done for Lechavod. And what about the Besamim there? The Besamim there is not for perfuming purposes and beautiful smelling. It's to remove the bad smell of the Met. So therefore, you don't make a very Besamim on that either. Because that's been for Zara, you can't get enough from it. Simply what this means is until you're in close proximity to it, in order that you can derive benefit. But we'll discuss it in the Gemara. Let's continue. Tana, Rabbi Yaakov, Kamei, Rabbi Yirmiah. He says you can make a brach on the Samishal Goyim. One second, the Mishnah says you can't. How do we understand the apparent contradiction? So, Kiyamuna means let's. Let's establish it to be, meaning like teach it that statement. What that means is he had the spices in front of his shop, and those are clearly those were not for avodazar purposes. So there, it's no chashash of using the besamim of avodazar. Okay, um, which is interesting because sometimes walked into the shop with uh, inside the shops when they're uh, in the chutzlars and all these idols and smelling spices in front of it. But that would be a uh, that would be a different. Uh, so that was that we had to I made it about face and left straight away. Anyway, let's continue. Ashashit, um, it says, Ashashit, Afapishalok, Kavat, Mevarkin Ale. 
Meaning Ashashiti here is a land, that, well, there are different types of lanterns we'll deal with. Uh, Rabchaim says it's like a lantern. Um, and that, it, meaning meaning even if it was it was lit from all the way from Erev Shabbos, you can make a you can break Next, ner betoch cheiko, if you've got a ner that's um, like covered up, such that you cannot, uh, and you cannot mishtamesh or or betoch panas. Panas is also like a type of lantern. If usually here it says, it's made of barzel, and it's, it's, it's got small perforations in it. Okay? Um, but the or is not megule, but it, you can't see the flame, but it's, it's producing a light. Or betoch spaklaria. Now, Spaklaria here, Reb Chaim says, is also a glass lantern. The reason why this is no good, but the previous lantern, Ashashit, was good, is because in Ashashit, the flame came out the top of it. You could see the flame, not through the glass, and here you can only see the flame through the glass. Other people say the Spaklaria, Rosh says you're seeing it through a window. Okay? Uh, it says, right, if you see the flame, it's too far to get any benefit. You can, you can get benefit from the flame. You cannot see it. For example, it's around the corner. We say, you have to be able to see the flame directly and also Okay, we'll end the shiur here because the next beginning, I know we're in a line or two early, but the next thing really runs into tomorrow's day. It talks about Hamishad, very memorable, but Gachelet. Uh, and Chamesh Rizal, but we'll see difference between a coal and a Shalahavit, but that will be tomorrow's day. Okay? Just a very quick question about the Borim or the Ho'aish. Yeah. Can we maybe suggest, I mean, it's, it's, it's far-fetched that he made that bracha on himself? He, I'm so clear, you said, no kochi v'otzim yadi. He said a bracha, Baruch, it's Baruch Atah Hashem, Elokeinu Melech Olam, no? Ah. Ah, okay, okay. Shkoyach. All right. So <laughs> Simple. Okay. <laughs> I think so. All right. Cool. So.